Good morning. Thank you for joining and listening to The Curiosity of Alexandra GD. This is episode five already, number five. Uh, it's Tuesday, October 29th, 2019. Um, I have no idea what this podcast, podcast is going to be about. I have thought about talking about struggling and struggles. And the reason why I didn't completely just go right off, right off the starting gate saying, we're going to talk about struggles today is because I really, um, <clears throat> I prefer to be a positive person. And so I was trying to wrap my head around how to make it sound positive before I start recording. But then instead of just sitting here and pondering, pondering, I just thought, I'm just going to jump in and start talking because (laughs) that is often how I do things. I think about it for a little bit and then I jump in. So welcome to episode five. And yes, let's talk about struggles. I think there are are so many quotes I was Googling before I started to record this episode. There's so many quotes about struggles and... It is entirely true that struggling, um, well, first of all, everybody does it. First, you know, everybody's got their own challenges and sometimes they're they're little challenges. Sometimes they're major challenges. And, you know, everybody, if they are open and feel safe to share, will start talking about what they're struggling with. I, that's been my experience. And I haven't really met anybody that that's said, oh, my life is perfect and I don't struggle with anything. And, um, you know, there's always something. If it's very insignificant, maybe to somebody's eyes, it's it's just not to another person or to that person that's struggling with whatever they're struggling with. Anyway, so <clears throat> the reason why I thought about this uh, a couple of reasons. I have been trying to figure out what my NaNoWriMo project is going to be. So if you don't know what NaNoWriMo is, it's National Novel Writing Month. And my episode four, so the episode just before this one, was all about talking about that and, and what it's about and how to get into it and why and my personal experiences. So a little plug for my own podcast, previous episode, tune in and, and learn more about it if it's if you're curious. So I was curious about um, struggling because... Just as as early as yesterday, I think I finally decided what my project, my writing project is going to be about next month. Just in a few days, it starts. And I had done a, um, I think it was 2016, my last time, or 2017, I can never remember. Um, I, I wrote like a memoir of sort in very small little kind of um, short stories. And it's it's all over the place. It's, it's just for me, for, for writing down my history. Um, you know, if, if one day it gets rewritten by me, or it is just something that my children can read one day, for, you know, it, it's just, it's not, 
it's a work in project in in process and I didn't really write it for anybody else, but just myself. So when I was writing that though, it was very, some days it was a lot of fun, but other days it was very therapeutic. It was very, um, it, it was just a really big process. And I thought I want to write more about that. So I want to write more about the healing specifically and about um, like how do you heal the really uh, deep emotional wounds that some of them are from childhood, some of them are from things that happen as a teenager or as an adult, as a grown woman. Um, How do we heal from those things? And the reason I thought about it was, I I can't remember how it popped in my head, but a lot of time people that meet me and when they start hearing my story, um, they really, or my different stories, they, they often say, wow, like you've survived so much and you're not only survived, but you have thrived. You, you've created a life for yourself that's full of, of wonderful, beautiful things, like, like beautiful, not things as in material things, but beautiful life. So in some ways. So I always think, well, yeah, of course. Why would I stay in the negative? Because I'm a really uh, on uh, in the in the general sense a very positive person. So I I rather be in that positive side of things than than to dwell in the negative and to you know that's why I don't feel I did not feel it was okay for me to just label a podcast struggles and just kind of blurt out all the list of all the different horrible things that have happened because why uh, i i don't think it would be helpful but and again my writing project that's what i i was thinking of the writing project about writing yes i would have to write about the struggles but my focus would be more how did i overcome it how did i survive and in a bigger picture why is it that some people just are handed more than others you know why is it that some people some beautiful little human being is born in a family that is just not um supportive and caring and loving and even beyond that abusive and hurtful physically emotionally mentally Meanwhile, you know, just maybe next door, there's another baby just as beautiful, just as perfect little human being that is born into a very, a very positive, a very nurturing environment that is, you know, the, the breeding ground of, of growth and of, of success in some ways, right? So why is that? What determines that? <laughs> why is it that, um, you know, it, it, it turns out that way. So I was thinking my writing project would be um, surviving as a constant life journey because it seems like I survived my childhood and then, you know, horrible things happen while I was a teenager. So it was just another struggle, another thing to survive, another thing to, you know, pick me off off that floor and go, all right, well, that was really horrible and I'm going to have scars because of it and I'm going to have struggles, but I'm going to keep going and I'm not going to choose uh, a destructive a destructive path. I'm going to 
try to just succeed at whatever I'm going to do. And so, you know, the, the, the constant like journey of having to survive and, and thrive. So I think maybe survive and thrive would be the, the title of my little NaNoWriMo project. I think I'm going to write this down, actually. I have a pen right here and my little notes from a NaNoWriMo notebook. Um, so survive and thrive because I think it is it is a conscience, conscious um, choice at times. And I don't know, maybe because I chose it when I was little and I did have a mother that, that was quite, quite... Um, abusive and negative but at the same time she was all about the well you know you're just gonna have to get up and smile and keep going and so maybe that's all it is is (laughs) that that will be a very short writing project if all it is is because oh you know I was raised that way to just grin and bear it um no I believe there's a lot more to be said about about the whole thing (laughs) so um, yeah, I think maybe some short stories uh, describing all that and, and, and kind of sharing my thoughts. And again, it is just a writing project for myself to start with. So it takes away the pressure when I decide I'm, I, this is not, I'm not doing this for publication. I'm not doing this to share. I'm doing it for myself just as another self-discovery project. Um, yeah, so struggles... Um, I think they're a part of life and what helps us grow as human beings. Um, and I often think I I am um, in a relationship that is extremely supportive, but at the same time, you know, that just like any other relationship, there's ups and downs and there's way more ups and downs. But when we are in the down part, I think now, okay, what is it that I have to learn about this? Like, why, why is this happening? (laughs) Why is it just a miscommunication? Is it just, um, our, our egos kind of, you know, being all fluffed up and, and, and trying to protect ourselves. And that is something I've had to learn a lot from, you know, being married for and being with the same person for well over 20 years to then coming into a relationship with a new person and both having all these baggages with us from our previous marriage, marriages. And, you know, how do we deal with those? So um, we're both very big communicators. So it's, it's very good that we, we talk a lot and we express how we feel and all this stuff, but it doesn't mean that, um, there hasn't been some, some definitely growing, growing pains. That's a good word. Growing pains, especially because we went from, sorry, I'm all stuffed up. Um, especially because we went off from, um, a long distance relationship where we would see each other every few weeks, um, or every couple months at the most, and it was like a vacation, basically. Every time we would see each other, it would be um, kind of like a, a cocoon away from reality, re- real life for just a few days, like a couple days. And we took that and changed it to an everyday living together. Um, since I moved without, 
having a job lined up or anything like that. We we took up his offer to move in here, which is amazing and so generous. So we took that offer. So that means that we went from seeing each other every couple of months to now living together. And it has been amazing and wonderful. But like I said, it's not perfect. So, you know, we, um, yeah, it's learning to live with a different person and, and, <laughs> and a very tiny apartment. So that, that has a, a learning curve. Um, a lot of fun though. Uh, where was I going with that point? I totally forgot. This podcast is all over the place. I apologize for that little bit of a, of a head spinning lost thing, but maybe I just won't publish it or maybe I will. I don't know. It's been one of those weird, weird weeks. And I wonder if, um, I had a very good friend on the island. Hi, Lindsay, if you're listening, I don't know if you are, um, that her and I would often, you know, have our own share of little struggles or whatever. And then a couple of days later, we would reach out to each other and say, oh, you know, did you just have a really rough time? Oh, yeah, well, there was a full moon or there was whatever um, other things going on in the celestial world. And we would just laugh because we're like, oh, that's what was going on. Because we're very sensitive, even though I'm not, I find it intriguing, all the, the, kind of things, you know, what is going on with the planets and how they're aligned and, you know, Mercury retrograde and the full moon and, and all this kind of stuff. I, I'm, I'm really fascinated by it, but I don't live my life by it. So I don't, I, I do more like, um, look back and go, oh, well, maybe that would explain why all of a sudden I seem to be totally out of whack and not like myself. And, you know, you add that kind of thing, but you also add, hormones and being um perimenopausal <laughs> and that just adds a whole other thing and then add the stress of right now currently not having a job or I I did um I was offered a part-time seasonal job so that should be starting soon thank goodness um and then hopefully there'll be more 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 things coming down the line um but you know add the stress of of being unemployed and kind of having your life up in the air. And, you know, these are all struggles. Um, you know, living with a teenage daughter, which she's amazing. But there are days, of course, her hormones are going totally out of whack. <laughs> so, um, and of course, we, we're in a new environment, a new city to us. So getting to know and building a community is is a struggle on its own. I think it's a great one. I think it's a great adventure and a positive one. But it still adds an amount of stress. So um, I was going to add about the celestial happenings in the planets. Um, there is something I do every year, the start of the year, and it's like a um, unraveling the year ahead. It's with Susanna Conway. You might be familiar with her. She's a um, great, great, inspiring woman and from England. And you can find her on Instagram and she's got her own blog. Anyway, for the last several years, I don't know how many, maybe five or six, I've done this unraveling the year ahead and um, in December. So it's coming up soon. And it's basically like a free workbook that you can download. You can print it or you can just write from, from that into a notebook, write, uh, 
follow the prompts and it gets you to look back on the year that just happened so um when she brings it up uh at the towards the end of december um we'll be looking at 2019 and then once we've done kind of that unraveling the year that just passed um then we unravel the year ahead so 2020 uh we'll be looking at what we're what kind of our it's kind of like yeah our goals but it's not in um you know what are my new year's resolutions things because i never make resolutions they're too easy to break but i definitely look at what i would like to accomplish as in a goal and what i want my my word of the year to be so kind of like the theme so this year one of my words was nurturing um and I often the funny thing is that when you when I choose a year and I've heard that from many other people that do the same thing you choose a word for the year not a choose a year you choose a word for the year and you're thinking oh you know that's what I want my life to be this year full of nurture nurturing and almost every time that I pick a word it ends up being a word very often that that is the struggle to maintain. So this year, it seems like my struggle is to take the time to nurture myself. And in my day-to-day life, or, you know, the theme seems to be that, like, almost the universe is yelling at me, saying, remember, you wanted this word, and you're forgetting it. So here, I'm going to throw this at you and throw this at you and throw that at you because you're not getting the message. You chose this word. You're supposed to actively practice it, actively um, keep it in mind, you know, and and I don't. Um, I, I forget to nurture myself. And so I've been, I broke my arm back in March and that slowed me right down and, and forced me to nurture myself. And I've been sick a few times. I'm usually never sick, like with infections and, and different things. And I'm never usually sick. I'm such a healthy person. So um, taking the time to nurture myself and nurture my mind and, and you know, all around. So another thing that happens in the unraveling the year ahead is to lay out a tarot card spread. And uh, I was just thinking of that, that I should look back um, on what what cards came up this year. And because there's a card every month, you do a 12 card spread and, and for every month there's a card and kind of like a theme for that month. And I, I write it all out. I write the notes, what each card mean. And I do the spread and I write it all in my bullet journal. But I don't look back on it until the end of the year. Or if there's something really big that happens, I usually look back after it happens and go, oh, did, did that, was that mentioned in the, in the thing? Can I see that? Oh, yeah, yeah. It actually did show me that, the, that this big thing was going to happen. So something to look back to. Um, and, and it involves struggles too. So kind of the same thing of this this podcast. Um, so maybe I will um, just take a few more minutes to talk about personal struggles. Oh, and I was inspired as always. I love that um, we seem to inspire each other in, in many ways over the years that we've known each other. Um, and that's uh, my, my really good friend, Tracy in California. Um, so Tracy, if you're listening to this one, uh, thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for always, um, you know, 
just kind of giving me food for thought. And yes, so she had a podcast just, uh, I think it was a few episodes ago now, because she's um, putting a couple out every week, it seems like. So it was about her struggles with her weight. And I thought, you know, she's so courageous to share all that. And um, I, um, yeah, I wanted to share a little bit about my personal struggles. So I've kind of talked about since the start of this episode about in general, but let's talk a little bit about my personal struggles. So I definitely think I have a type A personality and my naturopath actually brought it up when I started going to see her at the start of the year. Um, That is why sometimes I have a really hard time slowing down and taking care of myself um, because I'm just a, you know, check the boxes, go, go, go kind of person. And um, I know a a few other people in in that kind of personality. And and often this is why we don't always, and I don't always, I'm going to talk about myself, not include others. um, I don't always take time to take care of myself. Um, And it's been always that way. So I don't know about when I was a child, I took care of myself because I had to, um, and a teenager very likely too. But, you know, especially as soon as I became a mother and that's it, but it's a natural thing, right? Like you become a mother and this little being just needs your, your full on attention. So it was a natural, very natural for me to switch to that. And I took care of my three children and then I also homeschooled them and it became a habit to kind of put myself on the back burner. I had a a husband that um, really, I think, relished in the fact that I would take care of everything. And I don't know, maybe he feels like that was a controlling thing. Um, but I just many times I just felt, well, if I didn't do things, then they would not happen. Um, so I, I took care of the house, I took care of the children, I took care of everything. And it wasn't until my children were a little bit older that I realized, wait, like, I have to take care of myself too, because nobody's taking care of me. And, you know, I so I, I became uh, kind of an expert, <laughs> in some ways, at self care. Um, but always trying to be perfect. And that's one of my struggles is trying to be perfect because I'd never wanted self-care to be selfish. Um, I wanted self-care to just be something that I realized I needed in order to thrive and survive, but not at the expense of my children or my household or whatever else I was on my plate. So that type A personality to do always try to be perfect and try to do all the right things, uh, I think is really, um, it's, it's one of my struggles. Um, I, I find as I get older, I struggle to do it all because the energy is just not there. And I also see that it's not needed. Um, you know, I think I grew up with the idea that what I did was more important than who I was. So what I put out in the world was how people were going to 
uh, measure who I was. And that's why I'm like a really hard, I'm like a really, really, really hard worker. I, I will go, 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 go. And then, you know, come home and collapse kind of thing. Um, I will give him my all to anything that I start doing. And it's something that I can still do now, but but I'm noticing how it affects me a little bit more. So that's a struggle to try to try to balance it so that I'm I'm not it doesn't become a negative thing because I still want to give it my all. Um, struggling to yeah, I haven't really struggled with weight, which I know is a really difficult thing. Um, you know, in, in the last couple of years, well, actually I have struggled with weight, but in the opposite way. So the worst years of my marriage, when it was very becoming very noticeable that for me, it was, it was done and I was emotionally disconnected and, um, trying to protect myself more, um, but very stressed about it. I basically stopped eating, um, I would just eat just to be able to survive so my body would not completely break down. Sorry, my nose is really stuffy. Hopefully it doesn't sound through on the on the thing on the recording. I'll check it after. So yeah, I stopped eating um properly is something that I always did as I like all my life. I was raised to eat very healthy, um, just as a natural thing, not a not a conscious thing. And so I like two, two, three years ago, about two or three years ago. Yeah. Is when I really, um, I stopped eating regularly. I basically would eat, uh, I would eat some breakfast and then I would have like a couple pieces of toast and then that'd be it for the day. And it might've been okay if it didn't also, um, catch up with at the same time I was walking to work and so I was really physically active. So I would walk or bike to work. Uh, the walk was a 45-minute walk one way to work. Uh, my job was uh, somewhat physical, just standing all day in a retail store. And I also had kicked up my yoga practice to be a daily yoga practice. So very physically active, and but not nourishing my body to compensate for the extra um physical activity. So all that to say that my weight dropped and dropped and dropped and I went down. Okay. So Tracy is very brave at sharing numbers. So I'm going to do that. I'm about five foot three and, um, I dropped down to almost 110 pounds, which was what I weighed almost before I had children in college when I was also not eating very well at all out of financial reasons. Um, so I, and it just, it was really going fat, down fast, uh, so much so that my ex had started questioning, you know, was I sick or something like that? So, but I look back and, you know, you get those memories on your social apps, get those memories, um, coming up, uh, in your feed. And I look at those and all the yoga poses that I shared on my social media at the time. And I thought, wow, like, you know, I look great. But the struggle is that <laughs> I might have looked great, but it was not healthy. And unfortunately, my teenage daughter went through a very similar thing where she just stopped eating really well. And 
Um, she lost a lot of weight too. And then, um, started putting it back on. So I did not, I, I did slowly, I did catch myself and I did slowly force myself to eat a little bit more. And then, um, once I moved out of my marriage and moved out into an apartment, then, then it was kind of like the, the healing part and slowly, um, the weight came back on. So I'm, I have no idea what I weigh right now because I don't have a scale in here. But before we moved away, I think I was at 125 or so. So my wish, and it's not a huge struggle, but it is a big, um, kind of like a, in the back of my mind, I do know that I want to continue being more physically active. I'm definitely eating three meals a day. Um, <laughs> there's no issue there. I'm, I'm perfectly uh, back to my, my normal. And, um, but I love hiking and I just need to put back my yoga practice or some other kind of, uh, physical practice that is, uh, that is helpful for building, a a another, you know, lean and fit, um, and healthy kind of body. So yeah, a little bit of a body struggle, but not, not major. Um, so yeah. And sleeping is usually my, my personal struggle too, if we're going to go in the physical sense. Um, sleeping is something that I think it's probably has to do also with the perimenopausal. So, you know, no problem falling asleep usually at night, but staying asleep for the whole entire night, that's a whole other story. So, um, I, that's kind of, that can be another podcast because this is like 30 minutes long almost. And I think, um, I've had enough of listening to myself babble, so I'm sure you've had enough too. But I do hope you've enjoyed it. It's definitely uh, a podcast of, uh, you know, uncut, uncensored, and um, I don't swear, so there's no point in being censored, but um, just speaking from my heart and uh, just chatting like if I was chatting with my one of my really good friends. So I hope uh, you enjoyed listening, and I will... Um, until the next episode, have a great day. Bye.